Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to For Your Amusement, the podcast that discusses theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. We are back after an extended hiatus with a very special episode. First, let's welcome in my friends, Nick and Nolan. Guys, welcome. What an introduction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good job, Nolan. Welcome, welcome back, Nolan. Nolan, um... Is gonna give us some some uh, a spicy episode. So yeah. this past weekend, Nolan was just in Epcot. Nolan hasn't been. Nolan, when was the last time you were in Epcot? I was in Epcot about uh, almost, I believe, eleven years. Wow! So a a few months ago, all of us went to Hollywood. Studios. The uh, the Iron Wait, Gate. so were we only in Hollywood Studios with you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nolan, Nolan I, has been to Hollywood Studios in over a decade, and here's another over a decade experiencing a park basically for the first time again, which is fucking amazing. So anyway, Nolan, what were we gonna say? I cut you off. Yeah, it was just the irony is it's my favorite Disney park, but I haven't <laughs> been there in like so long. So uh, it was kind. Of, it was it was very surreal. I was having a little bit of the same experiences of like when we went because I was like I remember it, but like I don't. And it was like my brain was like very like confused. <laughs> All right, so it's always nice to hear like a, a fresh perspective because I have been to Disney so many times, and it's nice to hear something fresh, brand. So we're gonna start off with the obvious here. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride just opened last weekend, not last weekend, the week Memorial Day weekend, the twenty seventh of May which was a highly anticipated ride um, with a, I guess what we're going to call a new ride system uh, that by uh, review, rumor, had people getting nauseous to the point where I believe they were handing out uh, like uh, barf bags at the exit. I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what I was hearing. So, so far, I've heard nothing but positive reviews, and I'm going to hear Nolan's take firsthand in a second. But from what I've heard, the uh, experience on this ride is unique to itself. Uh, there probably isn't much like it yet. There's always copycats to come after. Um, from what I've seen, this kind of seems like a basic ride from a thematic perspective, but from an experience with the car itself, it seems like it's something completely unique. So based on that, Nolan, I want you to tell me the very beginning of how you got your um, uh, virtual queue pass because this, there's no standby line yet. You have to get a virtual queue. So how did that go? Was it? Yeah. So um, pretty much um, we stayed at Saratoga Springs and being on site, you get access to um, the queues and stuff like before anybody else does, which was awesome. Um, so pretty much you have to wake up at 7 a.m. and um, it was honestly really easy there was i think four or five of us that tried to do it at once and different than when we went i'm not sure if they did this recently or something but it automatically um links your party amount you know so you're not like rushing to kind of like oh i want this time and then also have to add this person this person this person to my list before it times out 
like you're already automatically in it and pretty much you just click like this button like and it keeps like refreshing you don't have to do like anything extra and that was like pretty simple and um i thought it was a pretty simple process no problems there i think the lightning lane's a little more harder to obtain and kind of understand so but um we also got that as well because it was like right after and um one of her friends that were there with us already went on on it for a pass holder previews and she was obviously like really ecstatic to want to get it so i was like you know what i'm wise might as well do it again because you know um i've heard really good things so okay so the the virtual queues obtained the genie plus is obtained when you get your virtual queue are you given a return time um so pretty much you're given a number like a, a boarding pass thing yeah I, I forget what it's called but. is it similar to what we did for star wars uh no because on star wars um you're given a time you know uh-huh. like a, like a time um, and this, it's, I believe it's random or just maybe how fast you do it. And, uh, it, it tells you kind of like an estimate of once you get the boarding number, you know? So I think we were around like 30 or so. And, uh, we got to, I would say we got to go on around like 11, 15 ish, 11, 20 maybe. So it wasn't bad at all. Okay. So. I guess we'll just hit the ground running. So, start. Let's start with the queue. Were you impressed? Okay. So, um, the queue. I, I think it could have been a little better. Um, I just, to me, there wasn't really anything that was really standing out. It kind of felt kind of bland. Um, mm. um, that was just at the at first. You know, like as you go up further, there's really cool. Um artistic uh um elements you know they they built like this whole I, I don't know what it was but it looked like kind of like what they have at like some disney parks where they like build the future or like um future world or something like that and it looked like i think it had to maybe do with like the marvel universe maybe um so maybe that's why i couldn't really uh i didn't know what it was but it was really cool it was a, a cool model and it was Wait, really like spread out. Oh, you out. mean the the thing outside of the Guardians ride? No, no, it was it was in the queue, and it was like a little town, but it was like really big. And I think it had to do with the Guardians, maybe, but I didn't. I've never no. seen it, so I, I couldn't really <laughs> help you out there. But that was kind of yeah. cool. They had really cool holograms, um, but nothing really stood out before maybe the pre-shows, I would say. So, but I will say that if anything. Besides that, everything else was, I'll talk about it, but that was probably the worst of it. <laughs> so you say pre-shows, how many? One, two, ten? Yes, yeah, so uh, there was four. No, I'm kidding. Oh. There was two. <laughs> there was you, two. And there was two. It was pretty much like Fast and Furious. Um, so there was two. The first one um, was pretty cool. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Pretty basic, you know. Um and then the second one though was pretty cool. They had a really cool element, and I'm not gonna spoil it. But um, a lot of people were like were kind of like like uh, their breath kind of like like Ooh. like they were kind of amazed what happened. Wow. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, pretty much like the story is like you're transformed to go onto the I guess spaceship or something. So I guess that's like the little backstory of 
I guess what was occurring. So that was really cool. And then, um, then after that, you're kind of um, in like this little line, and then you see like the boarding area. And pretty much once you get to the pre-shows, like it's not that far of a way. It's like maybe like ten minutes or so. But um, I also thought the boarding area was pretty cool. It was kind of like a um, the lower base of like a the, a spaceship or like the guardian ship, you know. So I think that was pretty cool, like the colors and all that. So, how long did you wait? Um, the line it was a little crowded when our boarding pass got um called, but the line started um outside. Um, but I don't think it took more than maybe half hour or so. So it went by pretty quick, I think. Okay, that's that's really not bad at all. All right, let's get down to brass tacks here. So, before you got onto the ride, how much did you, or how, how much did you know what to expect? Uh, all I knew was that there the thing like spun. I didn't know how much it spun. I knew it spun. It was a roller coaster. I knew people were getting nauseous, and I knew that there was music on the ride, and that was about it. Okay. So based on that, so I was very I was very naked, which was great. Okay, yeah, that's the best way to go into just about anything yeah, except <laughs> probably closely. <laughs> um I want I I don't know, I I kind of want to keep this as spoiler free as you can because I'm going to experience this in a few months, <laughs> but um give me uh like kind of like a very loose play-by-play your experience and then your overall out of 10. Okay, so it is it's very interesting because I wrote it twice and the first time I guarantee that both of you ride this, you will be completely mind blown of what just happened. Um it was absolutely bananas and that's keeping it light. Um it wow. was just it was really insane. Um just how it starts is just really cool. Like I did not expect that to happen. That's where the picture is. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. I believe that's where the picture is. I have honestly no clue. But <laughs> um so the, the beginning happens and it's just like what is going on? Um and then the music that they play, um, there's six different songs that they have and they're all I guess seventies or eighties based. And it really, really makes the ride that much more special. Um it well, was, does, yeah, it was, does it sorry, does it play like throughout or is it like certain times yeah, it play? Yeah, it's it plays pretty much uh throughout the whole ride. Um mm-hmm. and it's just it's really cool um how it uh just helps the whole atmosphere. Um but once you're in the uh roller coaster element part of the ride, mm-hmm. uh, it is when I tell you that this place is ginormous, it is like pretty much think of it like um you're kind of like in space and one side of like space you can see an IMAX theater screen but think of the IMAX theater screen like spreading out to maybe uh 300 yards and like three feet oh um, high so I'm thinking That's, about this right now. If, if anybody there just wants a quick reference, if you've been on the Ellen DeGeneres ride previously, that show building is what this current ride replaced. 
So that building itself was absolutely fucking massive. So just for scale, I'm so excited to ride this now because that just dawned on me. That's probably the biggest show building that they've had to build a roller coaster in that I can think of because it's completely indoors, right? Yeah, yeah, everything's indoors. Um, it was, just, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was, so, it was, it was crazy. I'm so confused because I mean, I never got to go on the Ellen DeGeneres ride. How is there? I don't even know what that ride could be, much less how it's that big. Just Google it. Okay. Look yeah. up, you, you it. Uh, did you did you go on a, the Great Movie Ride? I assume. I must have, but I can't remember it. It was like uh, fifteen years ago. Was... Oh, I'm kind of looking right now. I'm like looking on. Okay, I see a little bit about what it is. It's like different parts of history. Think of it. Think of it, kind of like a Forbidden Journey at Universe, our islands, and kind of think of it like you know the end of uh, the ride, and like you see like the uh, Great Hall, but like it's yeah. you're zoned out, so you see like the screen, but you see like the the physical sets and stuff. Uh huh. So think of that as Ellen, but like ten times the amount, and it's like a show. Kind of. That's like the oh. simple way to think of it. Kind of. It's kind of hard. Cool. But, but yeah. So it was. It was ginormous. And pretty much when you're on the roller coaster, you, like I said, um, you have like that huge, ginormous scream. It is. Once you see it, you're gonna be like, "What the? F-? <laughs> that is huge." And it's like very spacey. It's. It's. It's a space theme. It's pretty much. If I had to describe it to somebody, it's. It's very tough because obviously it's a new technology you know oh wow colorado um and um think of it kind of like a a modern space mountain but with this theming of just the guardians atmosphere and then adding this element of like the spinning if if that helps it's very like crazy I want a reference on speed. How fast is this thing? Um, it, I don't know. Let me think. I would compare it to probably Everest. The intensity isn't as crazy as I think. I think Mummy is more intense. I think mm. that's my opinion. I I could be wrong. One second before you skip off that point. The mummy has pretty tight turns. Mm-hmm. Are the turns tight or are they wide here? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil anything, but there are some parts on the ride that um are very interesting, and I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, so the turns can be uh intense. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But I think the 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 Intensity really is when it plays into the um, spinning and turning with the track. I think that's where it gets the the intensity. But it definitely goes very fast. Still, it's not like a slow ride by any means. And uh, you're definitely weaving and bobbing. Um, I haven't been on Space Mountain in a hot minute, you know, so I couldn't tell you um, the the darkness factor, you know. But I believe – I believe – because um, in Space Mountain, you really cannot see anywhere you're, that you're going. 
Um, in this, you could see the track if you really wanted to. So it is really dark, but you could still do that if if need be. So that, I guess that maybe would help compare in that sense. Okay, so uh, give me your overall out of ten. Yeah, so it it was it was it's tough because the first time I wrote it, like I said, it was like insane. It was incredible. The second time, well, let me let me start stop uh, move back. So for me, I get a little nauseous when it comes to spinning, um, and this and that. You know, like teacups, it's a little. If you get a little messy, but it's not like where like I have to throw up if I write teacups. Like I get a little nauseous. Like I prefer not to, but if I did, like it's not the end of the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like kind of my background. So, but when I got off of it, I did get pretty nauseous. I was like burping. I was, and I didn't eat anything luckily before. Um, I was feeling a little queasy, hmm. um, but I I enjoyed it a lot, and I got really just queasy towards like the end you know um because there's a lot of stimulation throughout that ride it's like you it's very disorienting like you have no idea where you're going um it's also spinning there's like a big ass imax screen that's like 20 stories high um there's different like props and sets um and you're also just on a roller coaster too so it's like there's a lot going on Huh. Um, but uh, so yes, yeah, so the first time I, got, I did it, I was like, "This is awesome!" It was like mind blowing. Um, but the second time I did it, uh, I was really, I really liked it a lot. Um, I didn't focus more so on the actual ride; I was more so just focused on the track per se, just because I didn't want to feel as sick again because I was on it like pretty much an hour later, you know, and I had like a long day ahead of me. So I didn't get to kind of um, enjoy the Friday as much as I did the first time, you know. Um, but it was still a really – it's an awesome, awesome addition to the park. Um, I mean, for it to be – I think it's something that Epcot was missing, you know, like a thrill ride that a lot of people that can, can go on, a reason that people would go to the park. And, you know, it's 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 cool because it's one of a kind. It's its first of its kind. So – Having it at Epcot, you know, where it's the futuristic park, you know, it's definitely mm. the theming is on par. And I I hear a lot of people or I heard some people, you know, online and whatnot, like complaining, oh, the theming, this and that. Like, I mean, I think they're just they just don't like the world and they want to be upset for <sighs> anything. <you know? laughs> like, mm. they, like, what are you, like, you know, there's so many more things to be like frustrated about than <laughs> Epcot. You know, but I, this this ride was like really awesome, and like it, it's it's tough comparing it to like a Hagrid's or Velocicoaster per se, just because it's it's they're very different, you know. But they're all really really awesome experiences. Okay, back to the original question: What do you give this out of ten? And then I have another question. <laughs> My fault. Uh. I would give it. I would give it a nine point six five. Okay, wow. so basically 
it's a perfect ride. Okay, that's that's good to hear. So number two, you rode this twice. Would you consider this ride to have high rewritability? That is the thing that. Okay, hold on. Let me let me follow this up with another question. Let's take the nausea out of this. Let's say you're one who doesn't get nauseous. Would you would you go 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 go? Yeah. yeah. So um, speaking just on the ride itself and not including that stuff, I. I think this the music definitely makes it awesome because like I said there's six different songs and each song kind of fits the ride differently. Um and they're all I mean most of the songs are great. I mean um but the ones that we got were like really fun to go on, you know. I mean I'm not sure if you guys have saw the list, but um it's it definitely is like once you hear it, like it you want to pretty much like once you hear the music the ride like starts kinda per se. And like it's it's just the the way that it happens and stuff like that is really cool, um, but uh, I think it does have really good re- rewritability. Um, you know, it's hard because I've only been on it twice and it's really new. You know, but uh, it's definitely I I think it does have rewritability. Um, the only thing I would say is I some parts I feel like were maybe lacking in theming a little bit just because like i said it's most of it is in the dark it's a thing of it kind of like rock and roller coaster you know where um it's just very dark there's some props and sets here and there but it's not like a hagrid's you know where there's like all the trees and you have the uh uh the dogs and it goes up in the sky and comes back and you drop to the floor you know there's a lot of different elements where i feel like this it's um kind of similar throughout the whole ride you know let me see i want to see do you know off the top of your head i'd be impressed if you knew this the budget for this ride i don't know but a they definitely threw in a lot of money okay do you want to guess i mean this is the internet so it could be off but i want to guess i don't even want to guess because i don't even want to take it (laughs) i have no idea Don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh um, wait, sorry. You you were talking to me. I thought you were talking to Nolte. <laughs> you want to take a stab at the budget for uh, Guardians? Twenty million. Oh well, no, way off. Uh, I think way bigger. Way 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 bigger. way bigger. Yes. One hundred. Bigger. Two hundred. One hundred fifty. Bigger. Four hundred. A little uh, bigger, bigger, a little bigger. What? Four fifty. Slightly bigger, four seventy. So it's an estimate at about half a bill. No, so five hundred million. Hagrid's was three hundred million, which I think was the most expensive ride in the state at the time. From what I remember, it was the most expensive ride in the state of the country at the time. I forget. So Guardians, according to the internet, which is never true, was a five hundred million dollar budget, which. I mean, kind of makes sense. There's a quote here that says, the technology there is incredible. What a fucking astute quote. Okay. So, I mean, do you think it's worth that? Before before I answer that, um, the ride was extremely smooth. Like, okay. Like, For now, but yeah. Smooth as butter. Like, the movements, everything. Um, like, I'd be shocked if, like, in five to ten years, it'd be any different when it came to that. Hmm. Okay, so uh, another quick question. I could just look this up on the fucking internet, but you went on it. Um, for the people, how long is the ride? 
Meaning, forget the pre-shows. I mean, your ass is in the seat. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say two and a half to three minutes, maybe. That's oh, it. That's not. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, for, it's and a lot. A lot of it is while you're on the roller coaster. It's 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 a perfect time. I think okay. time not roller coaster. It's definitely not too short, too long. Like it's so. When you think perfect. when you think about it, for that time, they spent half a billion dollars. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, but it's not about as so more than that. No, I'm, yeah, I mean, of course. But like when you think of it, it's kind of crazy. I, I honestly am so curious if I could ask somebody. Like once you ride it too, like how much that screen in there is, um, is I I should it is like you're like what? I like, mean the screen, never... 4K picture to cover all that, the bulb, forget it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. All right, so well, oh, uh, you know what, Nolan? Sorry, Nolan. What comes to mind is the, mm-hmm. the screen in Transformers. You know, like the big screen. <laughs> The the one where it's a uh, Megatron. Yeah, like, I think it's so. Critical. It's like a, it's like it's very it's yeah. it's um yeah, horizontal. What? Yeah. So uh, pretty much, <laughs> if you want to compare that to the one at the at Guardians, I'd say it's probably maybe like a hundred times that. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? <laughs> That's wild. I'm I'm telling you, I'm it is a huge. Oh my god. Okay. Uh Nolan, do you have any last comments on the ride? Uh not really. I mean it's more so if you guys have any questions and I can answer it. Because it's like I don't want to spoil anything or yeah. go too much into detail, but I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> oh? So, yeah, I think you did a good job. Um the first thing that comes to mind is were the were the songs familiar like in terms of like were they featured in the movies or were they new songs um i haven't seen the movies but i believe they mostly haven't that i i believe that's what i heard i don't know for sure though oh, they um, haven't been in the movies? All, yeah but they're all they're all popular and you know easily know all of them gotcha. uh, they're mostly uh either like a disco-y or a uh an 80s vibe song Oh, that's cool. And then my second question is, so you mentioned you wrote it twice. So can you explain to everyone how you got to ride it twice in one day? Yeah, so uh, with this ride, um, you can either decide to try to get the um, boarding pass style, which opens, I believe, at 7. Or they also have the lightning lane, which is what has been out for a while, which is what we did for uh, Rise of the Resistance. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much... um, they're both at seven. I think lightning's at seven thirty, maybe for regular guests. I don't know for sure, but um, yeah. So pretty much, we got the boarding pass, and right after that, real quick, we got the lightning pass, and it was pretty much uh, pretty close back to back. So nice, Nick. Do you have any questions? I'm good. You got if you got anything, speak. Yeah, yeah no, because, I'm good. Um, I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you guys about the the actual the other rides in Disney. Yeah, I, we'll get to that. And if you guys have any other questions in the episode, just blurt it out. Okay. So, cool. but anywho, so that was that was that. 
um, it, it was definitely a really cool experience, you know. Um, it's a new ride, and um, at Epcot, you know, it's a big deal, and lots of new technology, so it was, it was really fun. But um, anyways, so like, like Nick said, I haven't been there in, I, I would say, like 11 years, and it's pretty much my favorite Disney park, and this was before <laughs> they redid Test Track. They added Ratatouille. They added Frozen. Um, there might be other things that I'm missing that I'm forgetting. Um, well, obviously Guardians. Guardians, yeah. And uh, obviously they're still redoing um, construction and the way it looks and all that. Oh, but, and Soarin' too. They have Soarin'? Yeah, yeah, but I did that I did that before. Oh, okay. Uh, still, it's still an awesome ride. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so pretty much Epcot, you know, uh, I, the thing that I like about Epcot the most, I think, obviously the countries and the architecture and all that, it just, I think it is the most – appealing to the eyes i think with the way that it's like the landscape and how it's set up the buildings um it just looks very cool it 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 feels like you're in like this other kind of like world you know when it comes to maybe like a universe or like islands like it is very cool but you still feel like you're at like a theme park if that makes sense i agree with that yeah so yeah, so that was that. Um, so we started off with Test Track, and, you know, I used to love Test Track, and it's the first time I rode the new one, and it was still very fun, but they totally botched it. Um, it's It just doesn't have that same – like, it doesn't flow. Like, for me, it just feels very weird. Like, it, it, it I, I feel like they just slap on – the future side to it and kind of made it look futuristic and kind of they just try to be too cool with it i think and the the other way was just so much cooler in my opinion and um but it is cool for like the kids you know like where you can set up your car and you build it and it's it's uh on the ride it shows you like what this be on a test and stuff like that so i do see like the uh informational side of it but you know it is what it is i'm not going to complain about it but i, I actually really I like test track yeah well did you did you get to go on the old one i went on the old one and maybe it's because i don't remember the old mm-hmm. one besides like saying that i, I loved it and it was amazing but mm-hmm. like this was so fun because like they, most of the time you're going really fast and there are times mm-hmm. when you're you know breaking right away and turning and i just thought that yeah, was cool well no the track layout's the same they just overlaid it with the futuristic uh addition to it i guess it's not what it used to be. yeah okay that makes sense yeah yeah so I, it was, it's still very fun don't get me wrong like it's not a bad ride it's just for me it was a a big difference you know but so that was that so we did that um and next we got to go to ratatouille and that was obviously the first time i've been on that um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was so cool. Um, the, uh, trackless feature to it was awesome. Um, just being that small, you know, going through different, uh, foods, places and seeing the food, there was like a huge ass, like swordfish or tuna fish. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, that yeah. was cool. Um, it, it was like pretty much if a, if they built like a, um a current like toy story ride pretty much um and it was just it was really cool i enjoyed it it's an awesome addition especially to 
that part of the park, you know, because most of the countries don't have like a uh, a huge dark ride to it, you know. So having that um, is an awesome feature to the park. So that was cool. Enjoyed that a lot. Um, so and, uh, before you move off that, yeah. with so Ratatouille, I mean, I loved it. I, you know, it was awesome. So the first thing that stuck out to me, I felt like it was very much like Spider Man, where it was like a yeah. mix of like these practical effects plus the the you know the screen. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I actually, I think I told my sister that I was like, um, imagine they had that for like Spider Man or something like that. You know, um, just having being able to be trackless, you know, is a huge, huge um, advantage like in a ride because you can do so many more things. Like you know, like there was the one part where it split into like four different rooms or whatever, and it like still fit the whole story, and that was just really cool. So. We did that, and then uh, after that, hit up uh, um, Guardians. Um, then after Guardians, we hit up uh, Soren. Soren, um, it's still an awesome ride. Um, you know, um, I enjoy it a lot. You know, just I think the storytelling elements when it comes to the, that ride in particular is just awesome. You know, because like it actually feels like you're you're there. You're pretty high up as it is. Um, just seeing everything, it's just, it's a really fun ride, not even just for us, but, like, for kids, and it's, it's, I, I, I can see why they wanted to move it from, uh, California over to here, too, so, that was cool, uh, did Gardens again, and then this is where it gets very fun, so, (laughs) this, (laughs) Hmm. this was, uh, my first time, obviously, since I was, uh, about 16, so I was able to indulge in the drinking aspect of Epcot. Um, I, you, I loved Epcot before, when I was a sober young lad, when I was 16. Yeah. So adding this element was just, I don't even know if it was icing on the cake. It was just like a whole nother dimension, I think. So um, pretty much what we did was um, went to different countries. And um, so... I will say there was, I think Nick would definitely know, it's a honey stand. You might know what I'm talking about. It's, it, yeah, so each food that they have has honey in it in some aspect. So you went during the Flowering Garden Festival, right? I believe so. Yeah, so this is probably specific to that. I haven't been okay. during the festival. Got you. Okay, so. If you're ever there, this is what I can tell you. So they have an amazing, like, top-tier flatbread. It was a chicken a chicken flatbread, but it had goat cheese, ricotta, um, onions, peppers. It had a honey glaze on top of it, and it was, like, amazing. And it was, it was cheap. It was 6 bucks, but it was, like, very filling. It was huge. So that was awesome. So I had something in my stomach. So after that, we head over to Mexico, and we start at Mexico because I mean, you're gonna start at Mexico or else. Uh, <laughs> a little bit weird. I don't know. No margaritas, baby. Hundred percent. Margaritas. Mexico, and we start off getting margs, and I was like, all right, start off with a marg, like no big deal. Hmm. This thing was like jet fuel. I was like, whoa, like, Walter, man, like, what, what is going on in this? 
in the st- bro, it was it was very strong. And for me to say that, I was like, whoa, like this is gonna be an interesting day. So got one of those, and I was already feeling. A little, I was like, whoa, all right. So I feeling great. Um, then head over to uh, Nor- Norway. I think Norway's next, I believe. And uh, we did the Frozen ride, and that was my first time. I was a huge fan of yeah. the OG Norway ride. Um, that's just an awesome ride. Um, and uh, we did Frozen, and I actually pretty liked it a lot. Um, I never seen Frozen, but I know like a couple of the songs and like Elsa and Anna and kind of the backstory a little bit. Um, so I kind of followed along, but it was it's definitely a really fun ride. I can see why the kids like love it, and uh, I have no complaints. Great addition, yada yada yada. Well, uh, Nolan, before you move yeah. off of that, I I never got to do the uh, Norway ride. Was it similar to what this was? Yeah, it's a yeah yeah same track. Okay, same track, and it's it's pretty much uh, it's kind of like if Norway had the ball ride. If, if Norway had the ball ride. Yeah, like, how you know the ball ride at Epcot? Oh, yeah, I, I've never yeah. done it, but I know what it is, yeah. You, oh, my lord. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah. uh, so, anyways, you wouldn't get that reference. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I think that was a pretty good reference. But, anyways, so we did Norway, and uh, we got some food, got some drinks. Nothing really stood out that much. Um, I think there was, like, some type of bread or i forgot the name of it but it was it was whatever it wasn't anything special um so next after epcot um uh countries map i'm just making sure i don't skip the here we go so next was china so china um was next and we got a uh it's called the kung fu punch it's pretty much like a a screwdriver a little bit but with like more of like a like a punch punchy like cold vibe it was it was pretty good no complaints there um so that was good um then after that hit up germany got a a german pretzel obviously to sober up a little bit and uh had like a um what flavor it was like a grapefruit beer or something like that, or a passion fruit. It was is very it was very good. Uh, it was like a light beer, but it was like still good. So no complaints there. Um, then hit up Italy after that. Italy's awesome. Uh, had a shot there. I forget what it was, but it was, it was something. Uh, so Italy like was like whoa, like what is going on? You know, this is getting a little. <laughs> She's testing out the waters a little bit. Uh, so did yeah. that. Then it over to. Uh, USA next. Um, that was really fun. Um, USA is a cool spot, you know, because um, it's pretty big, um, you know, and it's like they're going to pick like any kind of landmark. And I thought they did a, a good job of uh, building that section. Um, so we had, there we had, we split drinks. I got the Tennessee lemonade. Um, that was all right. It was kind of like a Long Island, but without like the iced tea to it. So it's more like a lemonade vibe, which is why it has the name. <laughs> so yeah. add that. Um, and then I also tried the, um, I think it was a, a mule or something. And then the uh, uh, the moonshine. Moonshine is amazing. Like, request, I would highly recommend that if you're ever there. The moonshine is 
very good, very light, but it's still a very good drink. So um, definitely get that. Um, next went to Japan, um, and uh, we got I got a cucumber sake drink, and that was really ass. But um, I didn't really ha- I didn't really have great things to say about it. <laughs> it just it tasted just like it's kind of like you know if like. You go like to uh, what is one of those stores that would have this? Like maybe like a Bed Bath and Beyond, and they have like cucumber water there. You know, it's like, oh, like I'm thirsty. I think of it maybe if there was like one of those stands at like the store, but it was like there for like a day or two. <laughs> it it was just not my thing, you know. But you know, I was already feeling it, so it didn't taste as bad. But I could still realize it tasted very bad. So, do not recommend that at all. But if you want to um, go try it, just to say you tried it, you're the goat. So, anyway, so, yeah. Um, and next was Morocco. Morocco is probably, like, one of my favorite spots. Um, it's so detailed. Um, stuff that they have there, it's it's very cool. Um, I got, I think it was a kamikaze shot or something. It was, like, a blue. It was, like, a Powerade uh, drink. I don't know what it was, but I still drank it. Uh, it was pretty good, and at that point, I was sauced out of my Wait, mind. at this point, could you even taste anything, or were you just blasted? Uh, at this point, I I was pretty. I was pretty. I could taste it. Definitely <laughs> was very like. I'm. Just, I don't really. Care. Like I, I, I had my taste buds were definitely not on the top list of the week. Yeah, I was definitely struggling at that point, but it was it was still good. Like I, I had a great great time with that. So <laughs> at Morocco, and then next we hit up France. France is food is amazing. I don't know if Nick, you've had the food or anything from France. Oh. Uh, yeah, the food there is awesome. Um, there was a crepe that they have. Um, I just had, they're so good. Uh, they had they had like this tuna. Uh, a half a sandwich or something like that from there, and that was very good. Um, I also got this uh, beer from there. It was like a, a beer-ish drink, and that was pretty good, no complaints. So I had a good time with that. And then next we hit up uh, the U.K., and the U.K. was kind of wild. They had a huge, like, Irish pub we went into. It had some shots. Oh, the Rose and Crown, bro. I heard yeah, it's pretty much like uh, in uh, what's it called? What's that spot in Universal? Fin- it's like a fin- Finnegan's on roids. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had a we had a great time in there because I think it was the uh, whatever happened. What was the Queen this weekend? She was the having oh the G the Jubilee. Yeah, so that was going on and everybody's getting rowdy and they're like, yeah. Say Queen. Uh, I was like, what the heck is going on in here? So <laughs> yeah, so that point I was just sauced. And uh, we f- we had uh, some fish and chips here and there, and then we finished it off with Canada, and uh, I got this. It was an I think an Ottawa something. It was like a kind of a mapley soft beer, and it was very good. I recommend that and the Mule or not the the uh, Moonshine from USA. So those two are like the top, I think, in my opinion. Very good. Also got poutine. And at that point, I texted Nick because I, I was uh, going on to <laughs> the land after that. And yeah. I was sauced. So yeah. 
like one of my favorite rides at Disney. And getting to experience the land for the first time in like 11 years, sauce out of my mind. I was like looking at the vines, the plants, and I thought I was Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. I was, I was, looking at, <laughs> I was looking at these things like, wow, these are some good looking plants. <laughs> I, I was tomatoes, they had the eggplants, they had everything. It was just, and the, the lady speaking, her voice is just always so soft. And I, it was so soothing. So sit down and just, this guy got so slapped he turned into a horticulturist. <laughs> oh, God. I could have I built Jurassic Park with my own bare hands after that. <laughs> you got to be in the new movie. Yeah. It was it was a great – it was an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. So that – and after that um, – so, wait, before I get to the end. So we woke up at 6.20, 6.30, and we got to the parks at 8 o'clock. And we stay there till nine. We said all day, no rest, no nothing, drank the whole day. So we were having a very long day. It was it was very chaotic. Um, so after that, I hit up the uh, Spaceship Earth, which is the ball ride in Epcot, Kyle. And okay. It's definitely something that you have to experience because it's it's just it's well, also it's very soft. So doing that again was just just like the land. I was looking at these guys. Your Michelangelo was on the ceiling. Oh. I saw the yeah. turn, like my my head was going everywhere, and then obviously oh where you're at the top of the ball and you see like uh-huh. the stars. I was like in a different planet at that point. I was like, oh my god, this, <laughs> this is insane! <laughs> so that was really cool. That's um, awesome. It's it's a really cool ride. It's it's pretty much like a ride about the evolution of I guess the human race, and it starts from like very early age and it goes all the way to pretty much current era which and it's uh you're in the ball which is just, it's really cool how they do it um so great ride did that end of the day with that and it was an awesome day one of the best theme park experiences i've had pretty much ever it's insane so i told nick i was like between this and um mgm or hollywood studios like i don't even know if i could beat top both of those trips like they both were like the most fun i've had in like a while at a theme park um, yeah well i mean it makes sense because like i mean for you guys you're you've you've been experienced universal so many times that it's not like nothing's gonna be new to you or surprising mm-hmm. like this is now new like for yeah. me like i mean i have like obviously i've been there you know to universal but like, i haven't been there nearly as many times as you guys and i still think like i prefer i still prefer universal over disney yeah and i was having this conversation with my sister and we're huge like you said we're huge universal people been there millions of times and i mean i haven't been to magic kingdom in a while i haven't been to animal kingdom but for me i just feel like disney has like that extra thing that it's it's like a lot of people say it's the magic but it's just it, it is like you know comparing so like just the atmosphere, the food, the drink, the rides, like the the everything about it, it just makes it so crazy to experience it like with your own eyes and just doing that, you know. And for me, I prefer I would say Disney, you know. But mm-hmm. then I haven't been the Magic, I haven't been the Animal Kingdom, so I don't have the full experience, you know. But well, Animal Kingdom, 
there's not that many rides, especially when yeah. Everest is closed. It's only, um, it's pretty much only the Avatar rides, which are amazing. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, there aren't that many rides. Yeah, yeah, definitely, issue. definitely. Animal King is obviously probably the the lowest of the parks, but you know, it's it's still there, and there's still like a decent amount of cool rides. Yeah. So any, anywho, so this this is the the funny story, and I think it's funny, but maybe I hopefully you guys get a good laugh. But so obviously, like I said, we were out for the whole day and we head over to uh the bus and head over to saratoga springs and from there you could walk from the hotel to um disney springs so we decided that after the parks we go to a chicken guy to get food and so we head over to the restaurant and we're exhausted our feet hurt mm. I, we we got up to like twenty eight thousand steps or 30 it was insane um we're exhausted and like you guys know like how slow that line is like it's like it's molasses and um there's only (laughs) two cashiers open and we finally get inside and there's like a group in front of us and i think they were uh either like the disney college program or they're like they're younger kids but they they work there and there had to be like a group of like 20 of them and it had to be like 10 o'clock, maybe a little bit after 10, 10 o'clock. And these kids, instead of maybe, um, you know, ordering in twos or in a group of four or something like that, one one? they go one by one. Mm, and you, there, there was 20 of them. And they go one by one. And it was like a, a thing on like SNL. It's one by one. They're taking the most time possible. Like they're slowly walking the counter. They're looking like oh, like they haven't been waiting in line for like thirty minutes. And that was like <laughs> fifteen minutes that we had to wait. Um, so that was that. And then finally ordered our food. Did that. Um, ate. Felt a lot better. Um, so yeah. And then we went back to the hotel. But that was the day, and it was insane. Um, I did feel a little bit sick on the bus ride back. I uh, had a little bit of a headache. I'm not sure if it was from not drinking enough. I drank a lot of water, though, but um, maybe I didn't eat enough, whatever. But I was fine the next day, so no complaints and had an awesome experience. And to wrap it up, I went to Disney Springs the next day, which was Sunday, yesterday. And for brunch, we went to Chef Art's Homecoming Kitchen, I believe that's the name of it. And the brunch there is... Um, the everything there. I'm not sure if you guys have been there, but it's amazing, like very, very good. What did you get? What did you get? Um, so I split with Alana. I had um an avocado toast, uh, uh avocado avocado toast egg sandwich thingy, mabobber with hmm. a huge fat mac and cheese. And then we also shared um, a breakfast bowl with – it had um, – so it was grits. I think it was like uh, ham, bacon, oh, wow. uh, some kale was in it, uh, a fried egg, um, other stuff was in it. It was incredible. We had also biscuits, which were like – I don't even like biscuits, but they were like on steroids. There was like cheese in it. It was unreal. Um, and the food, every, the food there was awesome. They uh, had like some chicken and other stuff, but definitely a very 
good spot to eat if you were ever curious. So. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that sounds like you had a fantastic time. Um, uh, that's one of those things that you'll probably never forget, even if you try. Uh, trips like that are, they can't be beat. So, I'm happy you had a fucking amazing time. Um, hopefully, Guardians will be written soon by me and hopefully Kyle. Thank you. For now, we're going to stay on the Disney train. And it looks like Walt Disney is going to finally go through with transforming Splash Mountain into the Princess and the Frog overlay, which I want to know if you guys think this is a necessity or if you think they – because most people forgot about this by now. Do you feel like this is a necessity or unnecessary? Oh, it's it's unnecessary. I mean – I don't remember the – I mean, I must have wrote it either two years ago or, or, like, ten years ago. I don't remember exactly what's on it. And I just feel like unless it's, like, very obvious in the theming and very vulgar, um, like, that there's, like, very racial, you know, insensitivity there, like, I don't think – just because, like, you think that it's associated with something that's that's race – that's, like, racist, it, it, that it should be – taken out I, I don't know it's just i just feel like we're oversensitive you know oversensitive to a lot of things now and i don't know i no one noticed it for years and all of a sudden now it's an issue i, I don't know Go on. <laughs> i think it's i think it's very ironic <laughs> that, uh because i think before when they announced it it was you know it wasn't that big of a deal well it was but in the sense of like uh the rationale and all that, but now, you know, with the stuff that's coming out now and the, the state of Florida and all that stuff is going on, um, so it's it's ironic in the sense of in that. Um, I think, you know, I'm intrigued on kind of, kind of seeing how this plays out on what they decide to do with the new ride, you know. Splash Mountain is one of my favorite rides in Magic Kingdom, probably in my top three. Um, the music they have is awesome. It, and like, it, it sucks because, um, it's just a, such a well put ride in the sense of like how it tells a story. And I think that's what I really, really liked about the ride, even as like a kid was because it was such a fun thrill ride. Yes. It was a fun water ride. Yes. But also the way that it told a story and there were so many cool elements to it. And it just, it sucks that they're deciding to do this, but I mean, if, you know, I'm not one to, you know, uh, be able to be in that chair where I can be like, oh, this is not this, this is not that, because it doesn't really involve me, so I can't really have that much of a say. So in that sense, I am curious, and hopefully that the new ride is just as fun and maybe not and maybe even better, you know? So, I mean, um, I'm not sure when it is supposed to close this OG Splash Mountain. So, um, hopefully it's not for like a little bit. So the people that do want to ride it again or for the last time, they can still do that, you know? So it's, I think of it, I think more so I'm more open-minded because I went on Mickey and Minnie's rail, railway, you know? Uh-huh. And I love the great movie ride. 
and um, they did an awesome job with replacing it, you know. Um, so obviously, still, the great movie rides and OG rides, one of the best rides I've ever been on, but um, the what they put in it was awesome. I had just as much fun, you know, so that's kind of like where my mindset's at. Nolan, you brought up a really good point. Um, and so, like, obviously, if, you know, if the people that are, that this is supposedly offending are offended, you know, like, let's say that it's, you know, it's a certain, you know, group of people that it's offending, um, then I absolutely take it out. And, you know, if they're telling you that it's offensive, but if it's just like two Disney executives that are, you know, white guys, that are saying, oh, we need to take it out, it's so offensive, and no one else thinks it's offensive, then that's a different story. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can only, like, only the per- the group of people that it's offending, or that, you know, that, that it's, in you know, how do I say it? Like, only the group of people that it's supposedly offending should be able to speak out on if it's offensive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Nick, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, Nolan brought up an interesting point. I Disney is the pinnacle of storytelling uh, in every aspect. I'm personally a Disney purist. I'm a fan of Walt's Disney, Walt's mm-hmm. version, Walt's vision of Disney, and what carried over from that. Um, what they've done since... The early 2000s, as far as storytelling goes, in my opinion, doesn't compare to what it was when we were growing up. There's nothing that will compare to the flow of the great movie ride, to having human interaction mixed with animatronics, and literally a perfect blend of storytelling that has never been replicated in another theme park on in, in this country or the next. Um, I feel like they're going to make this ride really, really pretty because – this basing it off a of Disney princess is going to have the most enchanted elements that they'll come up with, especially from a technological perspective. They're at the top of their game when it comes to that, from beating everybody to the punch and innovating better than anybody can. Um, I don't think this needs to be done. And I think ba- ba- based on what Kyle was saying before, once it's out there from a big company like that and such a PC company, a politically correct company, they can't really retract that statement. And they could have waited and hoped that everybody forgot about this whole racism thing and let the whole Black Lives Matter thing die down. But eventually there's just going to be a bunch of people that are going to be pissed off. And because of what your company embodies being LGBTQ positive and supporting all that, they kind of have to go with that just to keep face for the brand. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm sad to see Splash Mountain go eventually. I'm going to have to ride this before it's taken out. But, I mean, this is kind of the way the world works now, and it's just onward and upward. And if it's not great, I mean, just don't ride it again. Look come out with something else that's cool. So, yeah. yeah. That's I, honestly, I honestly forgot about the whole situation, to be honest. Hmm. So it's, it's based on the Song of the South. And well, no, basically – No, I, I knew – I knew – I was talking, like, in the fact of, like, forgot, like, the whole – uh, like how it was a big problem, you know. I feel like it kind of died down. So I feel like, let's be honest here, it's only a big problem because the internet exists. If the internet didn't exist, this probably wouldn't be switched. Yeah, like, like as I feel like maybe there's a, there was a possibility that maybe over time, maybe if you wait a couple of years, you know, something else was maybe bigger, and maybe that would maybe be a bigger story, you know. So 
there's always that route because I mean I honestly like when I saw the article I was like what I totally forgot about like that so it was kind of wicked. Well, I mean, and so like something I want to make clear clear here is that like if this was you know I don't think the ride has anything that's racist. I think that the only thing that the reason for the controversy is because it's associated with that song of the South, which you know, people have said is racist and, and I, I've never seen it. I can't attest to it, but I'm just saying like, if there was something in the ride that was racist, I would say absolutely take it out. But if the ride isn't racist and you know, it's just a connection that most people don't even know exists like that. That was my whole point. Like, I if think there's nothing racist there. I think it's because that song is throughout the whole entire ride. Mm-hmm. I think the whole ride would be extremely ruined because it you it'd be so hard to kind of replace it because like Nick said it it was made for that like so many years ago so you can't really change it into I guess a new version and I think the only way they could change it was to make it a whole new ride hmm interesting I mean yeah, I guess it's not really going to be a whole new ride. It's just going to be rethemed, right? Yeah, it's just an overlay. Same thing what they did with Frozen mm-hmm. or Test Track or whatever. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, switch yeah. out. Yeah, I'm curious that like the Princess and the Frog. Like, is it? Is that movie popular? Like, is there a different Disney movie that was more popular? I think they just wanted to put in a Black Princess. I hate to say that, but uh, I think that's yeah, what they wanted. Yeah. Not, not that I'm not – if there's anybody out there that's listening, I swear to God, I am not against that. And I suck that I have to even say this. I'm not against that at all. I'm just saying no. what I think they were doing. No, I think so too. You know, I think it's – yeah, I mean it's them thinking that that's the the way to prove that you're not not racist. It's like – but like that's also the equivalent of saying like I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Exactly. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Cool. That's the way you keep your face looking good, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I don't remember this coming out. It came out in 2009. What What did? Uh, Princess and the Frog. I oh, think so. It's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's actually really good. Looks interesting. Dr. Facilier is a pretty cool villain. Oh, that sounds That sounds awesome. I mean, I've, I've never seen either. So, which, I mean, like, I just remember, like, there wasn't that much fanfare. That was the whole reason why I said, you know, is there something more popular that could go in there? 100%. So, I think that's a lot of Disney for one night. So, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to move on to uh, the other other side of town. And, well, not even. Uh the other other side. <laughs> so uh I think it was last week Universal announced Universal Hollywood announced that Nintendo World would finally be opening in the early uh stages of twenty twenty three, which is pretty wild because I believe they were aiming for maybe summer, even uh fall, I believe. So it's pretty wild that they're already taking up so much steam on that, which is sick. And uh, pretty much they're going to have everything that we're going to have besides the Donkey Kong roller coaster. Um, but I'm just intrigued, you know, kind of see the reactions. Um, I mean, we've talked about it. And, you know, the Mario Kart ride is 
it's definitely an interesting kind of topic, you know. But uh, I think I, I'm curious to see on people's reactions because one one uh, one thing, you know, uh, it's I, I forget is it Japan that it's in or China? Japan. Japan. So obviously Japanese are huge Nintendo people. Um, so um, I'm intrigued to kind of see how the U.S. people react to the Mario Kart ride because um, it's sort of similar to the Fast and Furious situation where, you know, where we wanted, like, a high-speed ride or something like that. Um, but it is a lot better. You know, it's not like a, anything like the Fast and Furious ride at Universal <laughs> now huh. um, where they have, like, the VR, you know, you get to race. It's still moving. It has the physical props and sets and stuff. So uh, I'm intrigued by that. But, um Yeah. Kyle, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, from everything we've seen in pictures and in video, it sounds, it looks, it looks and sounds awesome. Uh, I just think that, like Nolan said, I wish there was like a high speed ride, especially if they're taking out Donkey Kong, like the roller coaster. I hope that something replaces it. I don't know if there will be. Um, but I mean, I'm excited either way. I think it's a really cool thing. The way that they've, set up the world is very immersive and i think universal does that better than anyone like you just take a look at harry potter uh is very immersive and so i think it really puts you in the game Uh, and i'm excited to kind of walk through um walk through the entrance and i know that that's like in itself is really cool and then see how the rest of the world plays out uh i'm gonna keep this short uh universal has done a damn good job of uh, making the race neck and neck with as far as theming goes, but as far as storytelling goes, they have a really long way to go. <laughs> so I am uh, intrigued to see uh, it open for us to experience. Um, I mean, I think everybody listening to this podcast remembers playing Mario at some point in their lives, so. It has a, a big impact on just about every generation, which is a, a really uh, interesting aspect to it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. I, I think uh, – I don't know. I really don't – give me just a quick question for you guys. Give me your opinion on having a ride in like three or – the same ride in three or four different parks. Are you guys cool with that or not really? No, and you can go first. Um – I think if it's something along the lines of, I would say, like a Pirates of the Caribbean or a ride like that where it's it's very hard to replicate in another aspect, um, I think that's, like, the only case. Because if you look at even, like, uh, for instance, Fast and Furious, um, they're even changing that up in Hollywood. So I feel like I think that'd be something that you could change easily if I were Universal, you know. But, you know, I guess they went that route for Nintendo. Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i okay with it because I think that, like, kind of like what Nolan was alluding to, I mean, if the ride is really popular and iconic, like, for Universal, especially, let's say, you know, any of the Harry Potter rides, you know, Forbidden Journey or Hagrid, like, if it's really good, I'd love to see it at other parks because, like, you shouldn't be deprived of it. Um, I think that there should be other rides 
in addition to it, you know, that maybe they're different in different parks. But I think if it's like a an e-ticket attraction, it should be in every park. Mm. Nick, what what are your thoughts? I mean, no, there's, there's. I was just curious what you guys had to think. There, it's there's two ways to answer the question. You can answer it from a creative standpoint, or you can answer it from a business standpoint. And I mean, obviously, it doesn't make sense to not have major attractions in every park because that's going to sell tickets. Um, but I, I hate business, and I'm, I think more from a creative standpoint. And I'm just a fan of originality in every aspect. So it kind of sucks to see things dubbed out again and again. But you know, from a business standpoint, it makes so much sense. So I get it. Um, I, I can't wait to ride the ride, the, uh, Mario Kart ride, because, I mean, we kind of shit on it a little bit on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, a little too much maybe for not having been on it. So, I mean, I, I want to experience it for myself before I go a little too harsh on it. So we got a while to wait for that, but it's something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Hondo P, Hondo P on that. And it is crazy though, thinking about, um, if COVID never happened, mm. um, we would be experiencing Epic Universe in in a year. Bro, yeah. insane. That's fucking nuts. Holy that shit. That amazing. <laughs> so, we would have seen the structures. But good news is, I mean, it's still happening. And we still have, pretty, it's pretty much only two years. Because, like, after the, the, la- the last year, it'll be very quick. But we'll start to see structures building and stuff like that. So, once we have that on our plates, we'll be a little more excited and stuff. But... Excited for that, but uh, you guys got anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Gucci? Gucci? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Also, wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else, make sure you subscribe on that. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. We'll be right